49ers. <laughs> 49ers path, girl. 49ers, they crushed the Panthers yesterday. Did you get tackled? Oh, I got tackled, all right. Oh. <laughs> Twice, actually. <laughs> Was it some full contact NFL vaginal action? Uh, no flags on the play. It was awesome. Oh, <laughs> two points on that one. <laughs> Holding personal foul. I'm sure the listeners are like, the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> what in the hellfire fuck are they talking about? Well, I'm glad that you're wondering about that, because if you keep listening, you're going to hear about Path Girl getting molested multiple times over the weekend, and then a bunch of other Woo-hoo! stuff coming up on perverted... See, I'm listening. I'm doing all the research and how to build a channel, and you're supposed to tell people what they're getting. Fuck it, let's just start a show. The show you're about to hear is for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. That means you don't have to listen to it. But if you're curious, here we go. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Perverted scared that your desires might be strange? Perverted Come and join our kinky world of play. Ah, We're going to try this again. Hello and welcome to Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and the human mind. Recording on Zencaster thousands of miles apart, I'm Path Girl. I am Count Boogie and Path Girl. I have some news, some immediate news. Okay. I am not long for the Tejas. Oh. You're leaving Texas? I am leaving Texas. I'm leaving Texas in about 30 hours. Oh, wow. I am going back to um, good old North Hollywood. I'm going back to my car, uh, living in my car in North Hollywood. But it's only temporary. Okay. Because, well, well, at least the location is temporary. Because as I've talked about on the show, I I am obsessively pursuing this literal one in a thousand chance i'm giving myself better odds than the lottery the lottery (laughs) um about a one in a thousand chance that i'm gonna be able to land a job doing some sort of production for mr beast and uh and so i'm gonna come home suck it up and buy a nicer van and then drive to north carolina by you (gasps) oh We're going to be in the same state. Yay! We're going to be in the same state. We're not going to be 3,000 miles away from each other. We're going Woo-hoo! to be, I think, Greenville is is uh, about, only a couple a, hours from you. Yeah, it's about, about three hours from me. Yeah. So that's not bad at all. Yay! That's fine. And then I can perv my way once in a while into your community. I'm sure oh, they yes. would be so excited. We have a really good community here. I mean, I bounce back and forth. I'm mostly based out of Greensboro, but then I bounce up to Raleigh, which is about an hour north, and then Charlotte, about an hour and change south. Uh, we got some stuff out in Cameron where that fall uh, hunt is I go to. So we have a bit, nice big community out here, So and a little bit for everybody. And what's cool about it is I already have a foot in the door because you're obviously the queen of North Carolina in the kingdom. I am community. not the queen of North Carolina. Thank you. You are a path girl. <laughs> everyone knows you. So, of course, everyone in the North Carolina kink community has heard of me because I you hang out with me. So yes. that means I'm so that means I'm in. Right. I don't have to I don't have oh, to yeah. jump through quite as many hoops in the vetting process. Yeah, I mean, there are different events that have, like, our local dungeon does a vetting the week before if you don't know anybody. But, you know, you could be my guest at the dungeon as long as you behave, you know, or, you what? know, properly. <laughs> when would, how That's would in the I, by rules. I am almost insulted. No. You how know would what I, mean I not behave? Being, oh, okay. Like licking somebody's ass non-consensually. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go with you on that one because that's definitely in all of my years in the BDSM uh, kink lifestyle, I have failed to non-consensually just wander up to someone and lick their ass. Well, that means you're a good kinkster if you if you haven't done if you've never like that, licked not- an ass. <laughs> Don't lick an ass before you ask. 
<laughs> it's, it's a new. It's, may, it's, may I it's, lick your ass, please? And then he, nine times out of ten, it'll be sure. <laughs> no, nine times out of ten, it will not be sure. I'm pretty sure that that number is completely reversed and put a couple decimal points and zeros on it. But it, it'll be fun, and it's definitely fun. And and uh, and the fact that they kind of know you, and at least some of them listen to the show, I think will be make yes. it easier for me to uh, at least go and explore there. Plus I have some lovers that are in, uh, in oh. the fine state of North Carolina that I may be able to uh, have some time with. That would be Ooh, very, uh, very, nice. very sexy and wonderful. I don't, I don't know. I think vaginas and penises, I think there's a thing that, that works there and I would love to there, reacclimate myself. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to <laughs> relearn how to do that thing. But uh yeah, I'm pretty excited. And once again, it's like a crazy adventure and there's no guarantee that it's going to work. But his big facility is out there and he puts calls out to his local community all the time to come and help with videos, plus his food banks out there. And I'm like, I'm going to be homeless there. So, you know, I'll go volunteer at the food bank. And and I think in general, I'm going to have some fun and, and, and it's worth a shot. Fuck it. Fuck it. Okay. You know, what am I going to lose? What I could go back to North Hollywood and do nothing and hang out in the freaking library and homeless daycare, or I could just, you know, follow the dream and, and try something. And that being said, we do have a new ritual on the show, Path Girl. <gasps> Is it a kinky ritual? It's kind of a kinky ritual because you get to whip a like button right <gasps> now. Right now, Kathy. We're turning over a newly. I almost called you Kathy. I think that's funny. Um <laughs> Love Kathy, by the way. So uh, I, I I texted her a couple of days ago. She's doing good. But uh, but we have a new ritual. You get to if you are a listener of Perverted Podcast, and we we've tried this in in the not aggressive way years ago, like once, and it worked for one show and then went away. But I did all this research. I've been doing all this research on Google and you know all the analytics on YouTube and how to you know, work the system and understand how things work and how you get views and how you get uh, retention, all this blah, blah stuff that I won't bore you with. But I started also looking up, hey, what am I not doing with Perverted Podcast? Uh -huh. And I found some very telling information from a lot of experts who deal with the SoundCloud, iTunes, all of those, all the providers that our podcast goes to. They all work very similar, and one of the ways that help them to see that our show is something to promote to people is by you clicking the like button. Yes. Which I kind of knew but didn't. I, I don't – fucking stupid. Seven years. I, I don't <laughs> learn quick, apparently. You know, duh. It makes kind of sense. So – and that's why all the experts and all you see all the big channels, and they're like, hey, can you do that now? Because people don't remember. They're yeah. not, they'll remember once and then they'll never remember. So you're supposed to say, Hey, if you are a longtime perverted podcast listener and you already know what type of show you're getting into, go ahead and click that like button. If it's somewhere on your screen right now, just go ahead and poke it right now because it helps us get the word out to more people. And if you've never listened to perverted podcast, go ahead and whip that like button anyway. Just whip it. Whip out your dick and poke it on the screen. I don't care. And if you don't like the show, then you can unclick it and then violently click hate. Do they have a hate button? That would be they amazing. They have a dislike button, some of them. Yeah. Dislike. That's a very nice way of saying you suck, fuck you, I hate you. But go ahead and click that button if you don't like it. But just go ahead and click that button now. We're going to remind you at the beginning and end. If you click it right now, as a matter of fact, Path Girl's taint will tingle. So... Oh. Get, take a take a deep breath, and now for those of you, go ahead and click the like button. Oh, oh! <laughs> wow! Oh, wow! That was a good tingle. I think uh -huh. two people clicked it. <laughs> We're going to be well, I, famous. I, I I am capable of multiples, you know. <laughs> oh, you lucky bragging slut! You. Why, thank you. <laughs> so speaking of your sexual prowess, yes, you had a big weekend, which will now explain the grunting football intro. <laughs> How was your weekend, slut bag? 
Oh, my slut bag weekend was awesome. So uh, Donis turns 40 next month. So it was an early birthday gift to him. He's a huge San Francisco 49ers fan. So they were playing our Carolina Panthers down here. So I put us in a hotel for in Charlotte for the weekend. And we went to the football game. And the 49ers trounced the Panthers yesterday. So much to the point where they fired their head coach this morning. But that's a different story. But, <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> The the hotel we were in, oh yeah, the the most of the most of the stadium was decked out in red and gold. I was really nervous about him wearing his 49ers jersey down to the Panther Stadium because I figured we were going to be a sea uh, a sea of blue and black, which was their colors. And right. two thirds of the stadium was red was and gold. was red and gold. The Panthers aren't like, getting a lot of loyalty right now. No. That's funny. That's no. funny. So you had a great time, and then yes. he's all now he's primal football charged up. Oh, so oh, get yeah. In, that get into the stuff now, because that I know. carried, yeah, that carried over into the bedroom because we had had some kinky shenanigans on Saturday night, where as kind of a warm up, you know, kind of pre gaming, where I actually had him go down on me for a while. I hadn't had him go down on me for well, quite a while. And how are his um down skills? Oh, his down skills are really good, especially he adds a finger into it. Oh my god, oh, gotta add the finger. Oh, now then, yes. let me ask you a question. Let, let, yes. Let's inter- let's interview you. Are you a start without a finger and then add a finger when you start getting turned on? Or do you want to go right into a finger? I'm usually right into a finger, but not that aggressively. Like just put the finger in there when you're doing it. And then as I'm starting to get into it, kind of aim more for that G spot and work right. that G spot. That so. upward, that upward kind of hook. Oh, in, in yeah. There. Yeah, he yeah. Can, yeah. He can hit that pretty quick. Damn. <laughs> But, but now, sat, can you, have, uh, some, you can have multiples during oral. Um, yeah, I can have multiples pretty much oral, anal, uh, vaginal, pretty much. Yeah, I've like, like I said before, I've even had uh, orgasms while I've given blowjobs. So I mean, I don't think I've ever had a multiple orgasm giving a blowjob. But wow, yeah, most of I it, guess yeah. that's something to strive for, isn't it? You <laughs> greedy bitch. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Sorry, I'm not. Hey, I would be pretty proud. Pretty but proud so- of me and my sock. We have one crappy one, uh, and I go to bed. It lasts three seconds. I hate coming. Well, Sunday night after the football game, like we went down to the bar and had a couple of celebratory drinks, and it was just he was so fucking primal, biting and the hair pulling, and just the. I have several wonderful bruises where it's just like, oh my God, things are so good. And just flipping me around using every fucking hole is amazing. I love oh. how you're, you're talking about all how hot it is. <laughs> I just hear this cat meowing oh. in the background. Yeah. My cat singing the song of her people. Sorry. people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if our listeners heard that. That's great. It's like your cat was singing to the moment. It's like, meow. You're like, oh, yeah, he's fucking me and meow, meow, rubbing its ass on the fucking carpet. No, kitty, that's a bad kitty. Meow. She's still singing. Hold on. Let's, there you go. Go away. <laughs> do we need to do take two on that, please? No, no that was perfect because I know I'm going to try to boost it. No, 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 no. You're totally getting all like he's pulling my hair and fucking my holes and Uh, Oh, Path Girl. That was too much fun. I needed that. They tell your cat, even though I hate animals, tell your cat I said thank you very much for for soundtracking. For just staring at me like, what the fuck? Why are you throwing things at me? Jesus. (laughs) Get the fuck away. I'm doing a show, pussy. <laughs> you don't normally see that behavior in a pussy, but you know. <laughs> Fucking love this show. <laughs> I, hope, I hope I get to do perverted podcast until I die. Click the like button now to help that happen. Oh, <laughs> so. So hair pulling, biting, biting with bruises, multiple oh, orgasms, yes. oral sex, mm-hmm. not a bad weekend, football. Yes. Wow. That sounds that sounds pretty goddamn good. 
Yes, it was an awesome weekend. I'm glad I could do it for him. That life is the place. Talk about genital torture and subspace. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about that life, motherfucker. For your peace of mind, please know that the author of every post we discuss in the show has specifically granted us permission to do so. Mmm. Yeah. Yes, she's granted us permission. Uh huh. Indeed. Have you? Did you? Did you go look at her profile? Oh, oh, yeah, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Mm, yeah, she's right up she's, your alley. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want to be right up her alley. Uh-huh. Did I say that? That's so unprofessional. <laughs> did I mention they don't pay us a lot of money to do this show? Click like now. <laughs> Click like so I can make money and find this girl in Antarctica or wherever the hell she she lives. Okay, go ahead, Reed. I'm sorry. I'll I'll put my direction away. (laughs) Well, if you got it, you might as well use it. Damn. (laughs) Sure. I'm just going to let me grab a sock. (laughs) Just while we're. Wouldn't that be a little awkward, though, if we're sitting there and you're talking and I'm just like, yeah. Hey, you heard my. Meow. Sock. I was about to say, if you heard my cat in the background, it's one thing. If I heard splooshing, I was like, I'll be like, oh, Boogie, no. (laughs) Well, you suggested it. I'm sorry. Go ahead and read the post. Okay. So this post is from Feel So Innocent on FetLife, and she gave us wonderful permission. And thank you so much for her post entitled, I love it. It is really a sexy post. Oh, my gosh. So she says, when you are clearly so much older that people give us weird looks when we're walking through the city together, do we hold hands? Maybe. That will confuse them all even more. Do you stroke my butt while we walk? Maybe. Imagine how many people could see it. Do I still have stains on my clothes or maybe even my skin from all the fun we had before? Hopefully. You would show everyone that I'm yours for that moment. How much fun could we have together when we disappear around a dark corner, go into the bathroom together, or hide behind some bushes? Would you care if I simply moan out loud while sitting on your lap? The contrast of our age will add so much adventure to everything we do. I love it. Where's the yes, cat? my cat. My cat had <laughs> no. I threw stuff at her, and now she's in the other room sulking. So I beat my pussy up, and she ran away. Oh man, <laughs> that's an occupational hazard right there. No, that was an incredibly sexy post, uh, and just a uh, super sexy. And of course, for me, I get all you know nostalgic uh, because obviously I've been in many large age gap relationships is in the daddy dom little girl uh, dynamic and this brought back a lot of memories of many wonderful trips uh outside with uh, my girls and uh various little teasy things that we do and the sexiness that uh, occurs or sneaking away or things we do in the car while we're in the drive-through and masturbating her with a vibrator while we're you know before we get to the window and then throwing like a sheet or you know whatever jacket or something over her lap you know to cover the vibrator and you know there's all sorts of little you know kind of stuff that we've done and and so yeah this really this was super sexy to me and of course then of course because it's perverted podcast and we got to kind of talk about safety and ethics and legalities and stuff like that. But let's just start first off with that. I've changed some of my views path girl on, on public play. And I think there's two lines that we go. And one is, you know, where you're not in people's face. And then there's one where you're actually in people's face and one I'm good with. And the other one I'm kind of not. So we'll get into that, but why don't you first give me your kind of general overview of this topic? I think relationships like this, society 
as a whole kind of still has a, a problem with these age gap relationships. I mean, even though it's kind of even popular, like Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher and Jay-Z and Beyonce, it's just people still look at an older guy and a younger girl and go, oh, he's creepy. Or a younger uh, younger man and an older woman and go, oh, she's a cougar. And it's just, it's it's not always the case. You have different chronological ages and, and sexual ages. And it's just, these are two consenting adults who cares what the age they are. And if, you know, you want to smack Muse, smack Muse butt on the way into Walmart, you know, you're going to probably turn around and give a quick look around and say, hey, you know, make sure there's not 50 people around. But if there's one or two people in their eye, in your eye line, they don't have to look. Yeah. I mean, that is literally exactly how I feel. Um, once again, there's what is legal. And obviously, you're not going to perform. You can't perform sex acts in public, in public view. Yes. Um, there could be kids around, blah, 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 blah. You know, showing nudity, showing penetration. Uh, there are definitely things that will get you in trouble. Um, and then there are things that are legal, but are they right or wrong and what is right and wrong? And do you give a fuck about doing right and wrong? And are there, uh, community social consequences because you, uh, you know, let your, you let your partner go in with a pacifier and a stuffy, you know, is there some sort of consequence for that? And those are the things that I've kind of changed on because, I'm like, I don't, I don't believe that you should get in someone's direct space with your sexuality or your flirtation or your little, you know, the little public, uh, you know, teasy excitement game that you're playing. Uh But just like you said, if, if you're not going up to people and going, see my face, that's daddy's cum stain. I I wouldn't do something like that, that I would not do. But if she has a stain on her shirt, and only people who are in the know know what that is, and they see it. Well, you don't have to look. I don't know. I'm, on that one's kind of. Uh, there's gonna be kids somewhere. It's kind of weird, you know. But do I care? Do I care? Am I gonna freak out? You know, if if some dude walks around and he's got his boyfriend's jizz stain on his pants. You know, that's when it's not sexy, by the way. I I tried to think of something that would make me feel uncomfortable and not like it. Because, of course, if if it's something that I'm attracted to, then I'm like, oh, you know, that's kind of hot. But if it was two guys and they were doing that, you know, then as long as they're not putting it in my face, I can just like you said, I can go look. I don't like public displays of affection from people. I don't I like mine. I don't like theirs. Maybe I'm just jealous or whatever, but um, I don't like it. So if they're not in my face, like, oh, we're going to make out in front of you, Uh then uh, because I I am very much like get a fucking room. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But then I'll do I don't do a lot of make out stuff, but I like my stuff to be secret. But once again, I can just go not look. Yeah, I it's it's just you can have a stain on your pants and then you know somebody may go, Hey, you got a stain on your pants and you two can smirk between each other and go, Huh, I know it's coming. Oh yeah, I got some mayo on my pants. Ha ha ha, you know. Because <laughs> <laughs> that that's gonna happen. <laughs> Is that hair gel? Can I use it? <laughs> Something about uh, Mary. God, that movie is literally like three hundred oh years old it. and it I'm old. Wait. We are old, but it was a funny movie. I don't care. Something about Mary. Ben Stiller and uh, what's the female? Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Ah, man. Who doesn't want to make her hair stick up straight? (laughs) That's your Netflix cue, please. (laughs) That's that's our next celebrity fantasy. I think I'll do Cameron Diaz. I think she would appreciate it. I think she would appreciate some dirt. But anyway, back to the topic. Yeah, I I mean, because we've heard a lot of self-righteousness from kinky people and i've seen things on the fets and on different things that say you shouldn't do this you should never go out in collars and cuffs you know everyone has their level of what's completely inappropriate it's going to ruin the lifestyle uh-huh. I, I don't think it's going to ruin anything you know uh, unless you're in people's space or you're doing things that are illegal other than that you're always going to offend people 
People yeah. were offended when kids started, when men started growing their hair long in the sixties. It w- it was, it was an immediate judgment, an immediate judgment. All of the feminization in the sixties, the androgyny in the seventies and Rocky horror and, and every level of fashion that has changed and challenged the norm is going to offend people. So yeah. if 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 uh if somebody wants to go out and carry their stuffy and have a passy or have a cuff and a collar, once again, I would hope that you would be considerate of not harming people. Mm-hmm. You know, but and and I surely don't approve of getting in people's faces and fucking with them specifically for a reaction. Yeah. But uh or- or have uh-huh. a vanilla answer prepared. Like, let's say you go out in that collar and cuffs, you go out that pacifier, and you're going to a place that there shouldn't be any children whatsoever, and suddenly there's a child in front of you. Just take a quick second and go, hey, if there was somebody vanilla standing in front of me, what would I say to them? I mean, they may not believe it, but it's an answer you can give them going, oh, yeah, uh, I'm sucking on this pacifier because I'm trying to keep my mouth moist, or just, just something yeah, stupid. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I I don't know. I'm a little different on that. If it's a kid that sees you and goes, why are you wearing that? I mean, you, you legally can say, fuck off, kid. I don't care because um, I hate kids. But um, I don't know. Think of fine. Think yeah. of something. I just don't think of a vanilla care. answer. That if, you know, if, if, but the for adults, yeah. fuck adults yeah. I'm just like, well, this is we like doing it. And if people want to bitch and mo- you shouldn't do that, that's not appropriate. Why am I showing you my dick? Am, are, do you see her cunt? You know, no, this is something we wear and it's our, it's for fashion. And, or you can just say, I like the look. I think they're fun. You know, whatever. I don't know. I, I used to be a little more conservative. And then I started playing with really horny littles <laughs> that wanted to do stuff in public. And it was a lot of fun. And now I'm like, I, I'm not responsible to not offend the whole world. Yeah. It's not at some point, you know, hey, don't look. Don't look. Don't break the law. Try to be considerate of people's feelings. But at the same time, they don't have to look. Yeah. I like this. Yeah. I th- I, oh, it was a really sexy post. And thank it was you sexy. So much. And I think this, um, wherever she is, if she happens to be anywhere near North Hollywood, or North Carolina. Holler, little one. I can help you meet those needs. Can do it. Right now. Holla. Dolphin Road. She's totally helpful. Dolphin Road. Saving the world. I helped. So, Path Girl. Yes. I have. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say this news because it's something that um, a number of perverted podcast listeners have been made aware of they don't know the end result and so i'm just going to go ahead and share this um that uh remember wicked yeah yeah. our uh listener from denmark she's been on the show a number of times yeah uh amazing uh i have had you know kind of a little flirtatious thing with her and spent time with her uh over the years um she she died She, yeah, so um, she had brain cancer and she was sick and, uh, and I'm not going to get it because there's some things about this that, that make me kind of angry, but, uh, and, and I'm sure this isn't the most glamorous way to tell our listeners that um, someone that was a part of the show and a wonderful part of the show, a lot of people loved her. Um, uh, So that's, I, I don't know it. Here's what I will say. Um, she was amazing. I got the privilege to spend a lot of time with her over the last few months. Um, because, you know, when people are sick and especially when it's terminal and they kind of know what's going on, a lot of people get scared and run away because they don't know how to handle that because they don't know what to do because they feel, you know, they don't, it is so simple to just talk to somebody you don't have to come up with any big answers just you just they just want to hang out 
They just want to talk. They just want to talk about their life and whatever. And that's what I did. Which Path Girl, I don't mean to get all excited in a dark moment, but uh, did you know how cheap it is to buy an international plan? No. On a cell phone? See, you Uh, and I are old. Yeah. I was raised (laughs) with like, you don't fucking, you don't call... 50 miles away because it's a dollar a minute and so dude i got a plan on on my cell carrier 15 dollars unlimited international to you pick the country i picked 15 bucks we talked for hours it was amazing it was amazing we got to be like teenagers and just hang out and she had such an uh, amazing experience she was educated she was smart she was funny she got to do some fun things she had an amazing close friend group and uh you know from her childhood and then uh man what a what an awesome woman and i i was sad because i did want her I like I liked liked her like I it was like if you were here I would want to be in a thing with you and uh, and so it was wonderful and flirtatious and we had so many fun conversations talking because you know I'm a creeper and uh, I'm gonna talk about ghost sex because <laughs> she has a dark sense of humor too and I was like hey ghost sex and she starts laughing her ass off. What the fuck? And I go, yeah, but I'm like, bro, you can't just show up and poof, you're there because I will shit my pants and it will not be sexy. If you're going to go sex me, you have to kind of be like, you know, far off. You know what I mean? Just build me into it. Like, yeah. you know, maybe flicker a light, you know, or something. And I'll be like, hmm, what's that? And then you'd be like a very soft, gentle and then i'll be like okay i'm hearing my name maybe that's wicked here for ghost sex draw draw a w on the windshield of your car so yeah 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 yeah. and let me see if the next day i swear to god i am literally on the spectrum paranoid whatever if you just bam you know i that's not gonna be sexy so uh, don't make me shit my pants but yeah we talked about all sorts of things it was really wonderful and i just wanted to share with the listeners a lot of people loved her a lot of people were very turned on by her voice she did some voice stuff for us in did she some do shows. A, a featured or- orgasm i think i think she, she did one for me Ow. Oh. Yeah. well one of the things i mean you had told me off air that you were talking with her and like right. you said i think with especially with friends when they get a devastating diagnosis like this talking to somebody like this you don't need to sit there and focus on oh my god what's going on with your chemo your surgery whatever all they want to do is forget they're sick for a while and have a normal life and if we could just do that for our friends and for everybody just just talk i know it's it's scary to talk to somebody that could quite honestly be not be here tomorrow but they're gonna have that wonderful memory of you and it's just i'm so glad you were able to do that for her and help yeah you know, i mean take a mind know, up I, for a while yeah I, i'm kind of weird i don't want you i don't want to be like make this about me i'm sorry um yeah. <laughs> i get uncomfortable but what i want to do is let people know it's very simple and and you made a, a perfect point that we didn't i mean because we did we talked about some of her stuff and things that she was dealing with but literally 99 percent of it was just life and our experiences and and the things and the fun we had and the great people that we've met and kinky stuff and 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 that is what you do when you celebrate your life you know and you can be sad and and you know have moments that are a little darker but in general just when you have people that are sick just try to be there and you know suck up your emotions and and go cry in your own time and they know you're sad if you care about them and just try to try to be supportive. So, um, so yeah, that, that was hard news to hear. Her friend contacted me a, a week or so ago and didn't cause she had asked them to contact me and, and she loved the show. She loved Kathy and me and you and all the people Aww. that make perverted podcast. She said wonderful things and just really wanted everyone to know, you know, cause obviously, you know, the brain tumor makes you act erratic and stuff. And there were some issues and, and uh, whatever, and people, whatever. I won't get into that. 
because she, I'm she gonna, definitely she definitely will be missed. I know a she lot, will be missed, a lot of, and lot I did love her. Yeah. And I don't want to go on too much. I, I whatever. I, fuck her. It, she was awesome, and I thought she was a great person, and she was a uh, a great part of the show. And you're all going to be damn sad that she's not around anymore. And now to lighten the mood, here is a medley of dumb songs. You are the string on my love tampon love, tampon of love. Boy, make a pee-pee dance. No, no, pee-pee in my pants. Too much tea, too much tea. Now I got a pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-pee-p
it's still yeah. good. It's still a connection. You're still having chemistry. It's still yummy and sexual. Just because it's not the the A game doesn't mean that you're not sexually active with your partners and having a good time. And because yeah. of that, that's stuff we still want to talk about on this show because it's not just about who is the champion of the most crazy edgy kink scene. It's about who is connecting with their partners. Yeah. And I and I lost sight of that, you know, and it's good to get it back. Well, so I do appreciate you for that. Well, God damn it, at least my bitching and complaining works on somebody. Yeah. But I also I'm I'm I told you this the other day. I wrote this on your Fet Life, but I'm still I'm still fired up. I'm fired up. Okay. I wanna hear it. It's that goddamn jello shots you gave us. And I know you don't remember this, but this was on the show. I don't remember what the hell the you're talking lab. about. It was in the Love Lab. You, I came on for the show. I don't know who was with me. It was Mew. It was back when um, your ex was there, when Kathy was there. And you were like, ooh, I'm going to do this experiment. And you went into the kitchen. You came back, and we were all like, okay, well, it's this is the suicide portion of the show. Sure, sure. And you're like, here, taste these jello shots. And we're like, okay. And we were, you know, very carefully, like, you know, I'm sticking a tongue in and like just getting a little taste. And I was like, okay, this is just regular Jello. And then <laughs> yeah. you, you, you surprised us. You were like, well, guess what, you fuckers? This was made without boiling the water. <laughs> and I just, like, you seen that SNL sketch, sketch where Chris Farley gets the the coffee beans? They're like, oh, guess what? We made this with, you know, the. F-. And he's just like, what? What? And I was so betrayed, Boogie. So well, first, betrayed. First off, I don't drink anymore. <laughs> and I was sober at this because it wasn't less than 10 years ago. So, well, I should uh, say they weren't jello shots. They were, they were just jello. Jello. You guys just are, jello. Yeah. You guys are expecting some tequila and rum in there. <laughs> or worse. I like, oh, yeah, we made these with, you know, we made this with ecstasy shots. We, yes, cum, yeah. ecstasy, jello, ketamine sh- shots. <laughs> <laughs> I have no recollection of that. I'm not denying that there I did go. that. I do remember it my did. excessive jello rant that I went yeah. on, which, by the way, was vindicated by fucking Mark Rober, who is the major engineer, NASA guy, nerd, super YouTuber. Who oh, does boy. All the so cool- NASA said it. NASA said it. NASA so true, said huh? it. Well, he he mm. did a whole swimming pool full of Jello, <gasps> and so oh my gosh, and so he had to find out how to make that. You're obviously not going to you know do a pot of water per thing. He had to yeah. do it. So they experimented and came up with the fact that you do not need to boil Jello, boil the water to make Jello. They said up to about mm. like 150 to 160 degrees is all you need to make jello and my rant was that kids got burned and thing you know people yeah. grabbing pots of boiling water off and you don't actually need to boil water to make jello and we had a listener I know I'm going over this but if you're new to the show this is the shit that I obsess about <laughs> yeah a listener and- actually emailed in and said my sibling had to go to the ER because my mom was boiling jello water and they grab the pot and burn themselves. And now you're on the run from Big Jello. Now, fuck Big Jello. Fuck Big Boogie. Jello. Now Boogie. I got. Now not only do we have experience. Now look. Now I'm hot again. You just you just, yeah. you brought it all back. It's I'm hot too. The, I'm hot too. The listeners are like, what the fuck is this asshole talking about? No, I am. They real. are literally just smashing. Unlike. And dislike. With their dicks. Just with their dicks. Just punching a hole in the screen. But now I'm vindicated. I I had no idea what you were talking about when you made that comment. But that's not what's important. What's important is I went on Reddit. Mm. And I found a topic. And once again, we don't ask for permission on Reddit. So I don't read the the whole thing. But it was an interesting topic. And as two mature, very... Sweet, nice, considerate, non-sexual entities, men, real gentle men that you and I are. I thought this topic was perfect for us to comment on. And this is a 21-year-old female. 21-year-old female who is curious 
about the willingness of submission in a dom-sub relationship. So she's like not submissive in her regular life. So it's very confusing to her. How do you give up control? And so she starts doing all this research and then she's getting all this kind of information that it's like, well, it's all sexual, you know, dom sub relationships are all about service and fucking and service my cock and, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff that if you're not, if you haven't ever ventured into the bigger kinky lifestyle, then that's what I thought too. I absolutely thought everything BDSM was just sexual. I didn't understand the levels of service and mastery and those types of things. So she was really asking, does non-sexual dominant submission dynamic exist? And our answer would be, you go first. Um, Well, the serious answer is absolutely. Um, I've been in so many relationships where... I've either been slightly submissive or service submissive. Uh, my old dom, um, I was basically her service submissive. I did everything she wanted, and there was no sex, none, right. um, not even like touching. Right. Um, and the 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 non-serious answer is no. You need if you're a female and you're a submissive, you need to suck dick. That's it. My dick. More specific. I mean, yours well, too. Yours too. Yours too. Fine. Well, but mine you're, first. You're, you know that. Uh, I don't know. That's a fluid thing. I, you know, they got to be on different days, well, and there's got to be some malthusian. I'm not slut shaming. I just don't want your no, your dick juice yes. on my dick. Even though I'd probably fuck you in the ass if I was drunk, but I don't get drunk. But you know, yeah. So that it doesn't count. So right. Then, right. <laughs> well, we'll figure out the math after. <laughs> But yeah, I think it's I think it's that wise even stop to, me. I'm yeah. like, what? <laughs> I think it's wise to enter those kind of relationships without any sort of sexual um, overtones right away. I believe when I first started in the king community, I had a I think it was six. It started off as a 60 day no sex um, sexual uh, interaction with people right, right, um, right. through dating or BDSM. And then that evolved, and I think it helps to kind of get to know what your partner would want. And that has helped me um, see this person and kind of figure out exactly what they want. I'm, I'm assuming that it works for um, the feminine gender better than it would for men because, you know, we are so sexually driven, most of us. Sure, it? sure. Well, I mean, I agree. I totally agree. It is definitely because like me, I am definitely mostly sexual. When I was at the peak where I had a number of partners and all of the sexual stuff that I was doing with them was was plenty to keep up with. <laughs> plenty. Uh, so at that point, I was still looking for people to be in service because the DS that I was looking to have with partners was in support of my mission or my greater calling, which we've talked about kind of spiritual BDSM and the circular, the higher calling of the master or dominant becoming the higher calling Mm. of the submissive. And then it reciprocating around and whatever. Um, I was definitely looking for service in regards to that. Of course, with perverted podcast being the main, Uh, the main kind of mission statement that I had in my life at the time. So I was, I was very okay, both male or female uh, service submission. Uh, I was still trying to navigate on whether or not at what level I could deal with a male submissive and whether or not it would be valuable to that person because I, I don't want to touch them or, or cuddle or do the daddy things that I do uh, with my female submissives. But sure. that's a whole that's a whole nother discussion. But what I, I definitely believe in is yes, the answer is absolutely yes. As long as just because of what you said, you seek out primarily people that don't have a sexual agenda with you. And that is if that's not what you want. Yeah, that's if not that's what not you what you want. want. Yeah. Absolutely. Like I had there was an educator who used to 
teach uh, locally and abroad. And she was amazing. She was a slave and she was an amazing thinker, degrees, really, really super. I love this woman. She was amazing. And she was in service for many years as a slave to a gay master. Mm, and yeah. uh, who was also another big uh, speaker and educator in the community and a lot of fun to learn from. So there wasn't that agenda there for sexuality because he wasn't attracted to women and she was just looking to be of service to somebody's higher calling. And that was a great, healthy relationship for them for years where she was in service to him. And... Yeah. Uh, and and it does work. It absolutely works. But it does not work with people uh, that have a sexual agenda for you. It becomes very, very distracting. I mean, you can do it and kind of muscle through it. But that sexual tension is going to be there. It'd be much better for the dynamic if you sought out somebody who didn't have that agenda with you. And that's why if you're a uh, female and you have a female dominant that is uh, het and doesn't have a sexual agenda with you, that can be a great way to learn and be of service. Or if you are a male submissive and you have a, a lesbian dominant or, you know, you know what I mean? Just somebody yeah, who doesn't yeah. have that initial agenda with you or somebody who's very, very tight in their relationship. We, um, we've experienced this a lot on the show, even path girl, um, does has not had sex with her uh the dominant that she plays with she now has another relationship and they have sex but she has never uh officially had sex with with her play partner i'm not saying they wouldn't or, or works, whatever yeah but, but, but it, it is absolutely and then it gets into the next topic that we can jump into that there are different levels of dominance and submission because obviously there's play role play kinky play spanking flogging edge play without sex and then there is that service dynamic of of dominance and submission or master slave where it is about the service and there's not even play yeah and that's you know well i mean i mean you say no play but i consider any type of like when we're in that relationship any interaction we have sure i would consider that part of the scenes and the play that we have sure. and the discussion and the negotiation is involved too. Yeah, I can I can uh, I can definitely give you that. But there are some people who they are not they are not kinky and that's another thing we've talked about that on the show. You know, dominance and submission doesn't mean that you hit each other or there has yeah. to be pain or bondage or the I mean that's what I'm into. Absolutely. <laughs> and that's what I love. But there are a lot of people that are like, I don't do the pain thing. I don't do the hitting or the bondage or whatever. I'm about the discipline, about the rituals, about the kneeling, mm. about the submission, about the power exchange and about the service. And that when yeah. you give service to me, that you are helping me on the thing that I am doing for the greater cause. And that is giving me more time to do that because of your service to me. Yeah, and I and I I thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah. I think it's awesome. I mean, I'm I was really excited. There was a time where I really I was really eager to get to that point. I thought I was going to get there, and then of course I failed all my life choices, and, <laughs> and now yeah. I'm and, and now now I'm here. But I can definitely <laughs> see having relationships where there's no sexual agenda. I mean, that'd be kind of fun to just have somebody, you know, come and, you know, I don't know, fix up, get your clothes ready right. before you, when you get out of the shower. And <laughs> nice. you, that's it. That's all they do, you know. And Nice work if you can get it. Because that is one type. Domestic <laughs> service is definitely a type of, of play. Al used yeah. to be on the show talking about that, that she used to love that. Like, that was her, that was her happy place. You just put a collar on her and, and let her crawl around and clean stuff. And that was... <laughs> Her great, like, great work if you can get it. Like, a totally right. hot woman that loves to clean. Jesus, fucking, that yeah, is. Yeah, and wearing little to nothing. Yeah, appreciate ah. that. Oh, God, I miss her. She's so hot. Yeah. What were we talking about? Uh, vaginas? You know what? Let's just talk about vaginas, creepy. Let's Hang move on. into <clears throat> the part of the show that I think I is special. Get my face on. 
going to get our serious face on because as the sensitive, loving, nurturing, totally proper, gentle, proper, non-predatory, nice guys that we are, I thought it would be good if I played a little romantic music and you and I showed our sensitive side by... Yeah, reading a, a uh, reading a poem we poetry? wrote about vagina. Yeah, about I, vaginas. I can, off the cuff, I actually I actually have. Do you have uh, on something. you? I do. Creepy facts. Show your respect. Yeah. Show your mm. absolute gentle, non predatory respect to all of our <clears> lovely <throat> vagina possessing audience members out there. You go first. Yes. Let me let me, let me play the music. Hang. Okay. Vagina by Uncle Creepy. The lips have spoken, words to my ears, folds to be seen, taste the divine. My hands reach for what I desire. Vagina. Bam! Wow, you motherfucker. I figured, uh, don't you think that, I just made that up. That was beautiful. Right off your head. Thank you. Just yeah. no preparation right. whatsoever. You're, I mean, you lips to tongue. You are Jesus. You are good. definitely not two days. Definitely you, not two days of you, preparation. You, you are good. Yeah. Well, I had to sit <clears throat> with uh, rhyme zone and uh, grammarly and oh. uh, and uh, write mine, but I'll I'll try to to, yeah. to read my mine. Take my away. ode to vagina is cavernous pink abyss. Penetrado, my purest bliss, the butterfly's head I kiss as I twiddle her nether lips. At your labia door I knock with my curious probing cock like a warm, wet, comfy sock are no-no spots interlock. Speak your love language, my cave, as we dance on the magic you gave. Oh, vagina, my soul, you save you make my wiener schlag and misbehave. Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, vaginas. I don't think anyone could tell a vagina poem better than our next guest. Than us? Oh. We have a wow. special guest uh, here special at guest, Creepy. Huh? Yes. Okay. Who better to tell a lovely romantic poem about vaginas than an actual vagina. Mm. So here now mm. is an actual vagina welcome reading to the a show, poem. By the way. Huh? Oh, welcome to the show, vagina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A poem about vaginas by a vagina. Odyssey re- rewritten. Jesus Christ. Dude, she even busted out a rave in the middle. <laughs> I, you know, they, they're magical. I'm not, uh, I'm surprised and, and. Vaginas are awesome. I, I, I miss how them voice so much. The vo- <laughs> how could you not? After I'm such a. Crying. You don't know how, how hard it was to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I could just I could just 
see you in a dark room staring at a laptop going, all right. Okay, so this is the part where the bass drops. <laughs> this is okay. where it drops. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have like you know separate tabs of of various queefs. Like various. Oh my god, it was a mess. I got a sample. Yeah, they got to sample these queefs. Oh, creepy. <laughs> yeah. always have, we always have so much fun. Glory to vaginas. All all hail our all lady hail. vagina, the mighty vagina, and it's it's <sighs> many many personalities. Creepy <laughs> and and musical abilities. Jesus. <laughs> Dropped a beat. I was like, I'm gonna fucking go, and I'm like, no, no, we, we gotta record in a couple hours. I'm uh, like, I'll do a fucking whole song with, with like that. We should just, I think <laughs> uh, this should be a whole show. Just, just special a one guest hour. host this show. One, just one hour. Uh, <laughs> And this is our. This is as serious as we get. By the way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, so, creepy. It's good hanging out with you. Yeah. No, it's it's the pleasure was all mine. <laughs> and that is the end of show number three sixty four. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, comments, you love or hate us, please reach out to us at pervertedpodcast at gmail or find us on FetLife, TikTok, or Instagram under the name Perverted Podcast. And especially if you want to make me tingle, please hit that like button as much as possible. And please, you can also go back to other episodes and like us too. That would be awesome. And if you love us even more, you can bring, and the show brings value to your life, you can please consider donate five bucks if you give a fuck to our Patreon account at patreon.com forward slash Perverted Podcast. Yes, Path Girl. Yes, how sexy it is to whip that like button, that dirty, naughty little sexy. You know you're looking at it. You're looking at it like Path Girl's yummy little multi-orgasm clitoris. And you're like, yeah, every time I push that Cath Girl. Cath Girl? Cath Girl? Oh, boy. Cath like a catheter? I don't think no, catheters more, are sexy. I was thinking more cath like Kathy. <laughs> you're, Kathy, you're no, Kath Girl? Oh, maybe like catheter, Cath Girl? Like Kathy with a catheter? Oh. I'm sure she would not think that was sexy, oh. but we digress. Yes, please digress, <laughs> Curry. It is. It has been a heck of a show, and we do put in a lot of effort, and we want to make this fun for you and keep coming up with topics and whatever. It was great having Uncle Creepy on the show. Bath Girl, thank you so yes. much for being here and talking, and the, whoever that sexy little nymph is that wrote the fucking... Post. Feels so innocent. We'll put her post up on FetLife. So oh, that sounds that sounds like a great idea. Over. Yes, and yeah, yeah. What? What? Oh, we're ending a show. So I guess we'll see you guys on the next one.
cannot stay Leaves Changing with the seasons She can't be.